Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And one of the things we talk about is if we don't give effort, if we're not recognized for effort at the University of Oklahoma, then I'm a con man and they're a fraud. All right, guys, welcome to the Oklahoma Breakdown Podcast, brought to you guys by SB Nation's Crimson and Cream Machine. I'm your host today, Kamiar Moravian, and today we are going to talk about a few things, uh, most notably... You got some basketball problems, or maybe maybe basketball problems you might call them over at the University of Oklahoma. But first, let's start out with everybody's favorite, maybe least favorite, who knows, little brother, Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders, man. He comes out hot today saying that he feels like he can operate the offense at Oklahoma State at a very high level. And then he said the following. He says, I feel like nobody can stop us. We're competing against, probably, the best defense in the Big 12. So, getting better every day. And which, to why I was thinking, man, they must be selling some, like, pretty good weed up in Stillwater. Because there's no way, there's absolutely no way that, why, why like, I, get, I get it, I get it. He's boosting his teammates, right? And it makes them feel better. They have a good defense at OSU. But to say that it's, it's the best defense in the Big 12 after what you saw in Bedlam last year. And Oklahoma's defense is only getting better. And Oklahoma State's defense is not getting better. I, I can't see how you would say that. But, of course, the Oklahoma State Division of Propaganda featuring Mr. Tumnus, a.k.a. Spencer Sanders, that sounds about right. And you know, it's fair. You know, they, he can have his day. You know, he can have his day in the sun, and that's cool. But the real the real thing going on right now that's kind of of importance is Porter Moser, or I guess we should start maybe calling him Portal Moser because this man is going to have to work the portal, the NCAA transfer portal, to field a decent team next year or just a team in general. I mean, today's a day where Devion Harmon, he had already committed to putting his name in the NBA draft. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, you can always go back to school. That's not a big deal. But putting your name in the portal, that's a little bit different. On the same day, Alondis Williams does as well. Uh, Brady Mannix already in the portal. Kirkweth is going uh, to pro. Of course, he's not going to make it in the NBA. Victor Iwakor, I, I don't think, is going to the portal. I don't think he's been a name that's been for the portal, if I can't remember. Jalen Hill is a name that's been rumored for portal, but I don't know if he actually will. You got to try to hold on to some of those other guys. But let's talk about what Porter Moses got going on, Debbie Harmon. So Oklahoma has to keep 
Harkless, Hill, and Gibson because it looks like Devian Harmon, I mean, I'm not saying he's gone. I'm not saying yeah, he was 100% leaving. According to his parents, they said Oklahoma's still high on his priority list. And I'm sure it was, but apparently... Ever since Porter, uh, Porter Moser has had these discussions with Devian Harmon, things haven't necessarily turned sour. I don't think that's the that, I don't think that's what has been going on. That because Porter Moser, if you guys don't remember, came out just in and in, in a live audio, just right in front of everybody. Oh, he expects Devian Harmon to be back, and I'm not saying that Devian Harmon's had a change of heart. But new information has been given to him. New opportunities have been given to him. And it would be stupid of him to actually not hear those people out. So, for example, these are some of the schools that have already reached out to Debbie and Harmon. University of Kentucky. So, it's a Zoom with Coach Cal. Uh, Indiana. Oregon. Texas. Highly doubt he goes to Texas. University uh, Gonzaga. I mean, can you blame the kid? Of course he's going to talk to Porter Moser, right? But I think Devion Harmon wants to go to a place where he's going to be the man. And I think we saw that last year with OU, or I guess last season. It wasn't that bad. Those games without Austin Reeves, bless Austin Reeves, but Devion Harmon showed out. People forget Oklahoma beat Alabama without Austin Reeves. They beat Texas without Austin Reeves and Devion Harmon just going nuts. So I'm very curious to see what his next move is. He'd be really stupid not to take a visit. Oh, he can't take a visit. But he'd be really stupid not to hear those guys out, especially Gonzaga. You're gonna have, they're going to have room for, for guards because, of course, they're, half those dudes are going to the NBA. Kentucky? Why wouldn't you go to Kentucky? Why wouldn't you be intrigued? Indiana? Historic blue blood of college basketball. That's been just ass backwards for a while, but they can be really good. So... It makes sense, right? He's not going to go to the NBA. He doesn't have the NBA pedigree, but he is testing out the waters for his value. But the college thing, I get it. Manic, he you know, left the door open to talk about maybe coming back, but that's a long shot. It's very unlikely. And I, I don't think he would want to be in this system anyways. I, I I just don't think he's strong enough. I don't I don't think he has the intangibles to play that kind of uh, the kind of game that Porter Moser wants to play. At the same time, Oklahoma has to keep Elijah Harkless, Jalen Hill, and Mo Gibson. Harkless with Porter Moser could be really fun. Porter Moser, big defense guy. Big, big, big defense guy. Harkless, he's one of the, his calling card, you know, over at the... at a, Oh, I forget where he came, he came from. It was this tiny school in California, I believe. But uh, I think it's like Cal Northridge or something like that. But his calling card was like number one defensive player. Leader in that conference in steals. And then he surprised everybody when he got to Norman and became a mainstay in, in the lineup of, hey, he actually can play a little bit of offense. He, can, he, has, he has a mid-range jumper. He can handle the ball a little bit. And, of course, he's aggressive on defense. I think that's the kind of kind of guy that Porter Moser likes. I mean, you saw it as the some of the other guys that are committing. You saw commit just the other day. And there's more to come from that. Of course, Jalen Hill, you saw him play three, four. I bet he could play a little bit of small ball fives. I mean, if you're playing positionless basketball. But for a Porter Buzzer defense, I don't know how well that would work. He's long and he's thick. So Jalen Hill, and he's good at developing a jumper. And an increased opportunity within Oklahoma, I think it would do him really well. But as you've seen, 
Jalen Hill, Jalen Hill, Jalen Hill is a Las Vegas product, and he loves Lon. And anybody that has anything to do with Lon Kruger has already gone west to Las Vegas. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Hill also went back home to Las Vegas to play under Kevin Kruger. And that wouldn't surprise me one bit. But Mo Gibson, he was the only one at Porter Moser's uh, conference when he got to OU. That's not to say that all the other guys don't like him. But he's the only one that just didn't have class, or maybe he cut class, who knows, to watch the, the, the new head coach at OU speak. So Oklahoma has to keep those three guys down. And then Porter Moser is going to have to turn into Portal Moser because, my goodness, they have a lot of dudes to replace, especially if Debian Harmon decides to leave Oklahoma, which if he does, of course, they're going to be fans. They're going to like they're going to shit all over Debian. Like, oh, go to Coach K. You know, it's, you know, it's so dumb uh, the way people react to teenagers that are making life decisions you know but if he goes cool if he stays awesome great but Moser he's got some transfers maybe there's some uh, you know some some guys out there that are are available one of them already talked about Oklahoma being in his final four of teams that he's willing to talk about one of them is Tanner Groves Eastern Washington forward he's six foot nine average 17 and eight um his 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 list is narrowed down to Eastern, no Eastern Washington. That's where he's from. Portland, which I don't think that will be a thing. Texas, Washington State, and OU. He's had a lot of other interest in other places, but those are the four. And you gotta like OU's chances there. I like OU's chances there. I mean, especially with OU saying, "Hey, basically, we have a lot of roster spots we need to fill. We have a lot of scholarship guys they need to fill." And I mean, a guy that's averaging seventeen and eight, why not? And also. I mean, this has been not even just hearsay. This, I, I've just even seen this, that other, even other college basketball uh, coaches are suggesting, hey, Cameron Crutwig, where Porter Moser's from, loyal Chicago, they wouldn't be surprised if Crutwig actually followed Moser down to OU for his last year. So if OU could se- secure the bag with Tanner Groves and Cameron Crutwig, as two massive guys on your front line, I mean, that's a huge win for OU. Even if OU gets one of those guys, would be a huge win for OU basketball. Just regardless, get out of the LNC. Go play at McCaslin. Church it up a little bit. You know, make it a little bit fancier. You know, make the seats a little bit more comfy. And then charge the same amount. And it's on campus. The LNC is kind of falling apart. It sucks. It's not even on campus. That's it's. Come on. Make it like a homeless shelter. McCaslin needs to be the new way until they build a new uh, arena. But going on to this last thing before we hit the break is actually about football. And I know that's what most people in the state of Oklahoma uh, pray to on Saturdays. Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler. It's pretty clear that Spencer Rattler is going to be your starter for the 2021-22 season. That's obvious. I think anybody can see that. I think anybody saying, oh, well, Caleb Williams might push Spencer Rattler uh, for the starting job, you're no, no. This is this is Spencer Rattler's third, going into his third season at OU. Now, mind you, Caleb Williams has been in Norman for a minute now and studying with Lincoln Riley, and he's still doing some high school courses while doing some college courses. It's kind of wild how that's going on at the same time. But no, it's not going to happen. But my question is, let's say, and this is hypothetical, right? Spencer Rattler has a good year but is projected to go early second round or mid to late, or not mid to late, let's say 
let's say late second, late first round, early second round. So not top ten pick. Let's say Spencer Rattler, of course. I think he has an ego. I think he's got a lot of confidence too. You want your quarterback too. Let's say he stays another year. Do you guys think that would cause any issue with the relationship between the quarterbacks and Lincoln Riley or just the quarterbacks themselves? I think it could. Do I think that if Spencer Rattler hung around for another year, would his abilities be sharpened more? Sure, they would. Just like happened to Baker Mayfield. Just like any quarterback through the natural progression of talent and getting better. That makes sense. But I also think Caleb Williams the next year could also push Spencer Rattler. Not necessarily for the starting job. But I think it would kind of be uncomfortable in that quarterback locker room. Because I think Spencer Rattler is the type of dude that leads by example. And is not necessarily a big rah-rah leader. Whereas... Caleb Williams, he is that alpha. He's the guy in the locker room that people look to. He is the rah-rah kind of guy that gets his teammates involved. He's not just leading by example. And I think that, I'm not saying like it could cause, there could be controversy in the quarterback room like you saw at Georgia where, holy crap, Kirby Smart let Justin Fields get away. Idiot. Uh, But I'm saying it could be an interesting situation to watch. Now, do we expect Spencer Rattler to maybe go pro after this year? Probably. He has a lot of weapons. He's got a great offensive line. He's got a great offensive coach. Why wouldn't he? But it's to be determined. Of course, I think we're all excited to see what this offense can do this fall. But anyways, my rant is over for that. We're going to go to a break for our sponsors. I got some questions because I asked you guys that, hey, in addition to what I'm going to podcast about today, what else would you guys like uh, me to talk about? And so some of y'all came in clutch and we'll talk about those right after the break. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com with over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day. Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. All right, we're back and with some of your questions. So one of them is, it's one of the first questions from Jess says, don't trust government. All right, Jess. Well, sure, man. I don't know. Yeah, fight the man. You know, fight the man. Uh, anyways, he says, "Why does Kennedy Brooks wear long sleeves while playing running back? What's the hiding? Seriously, uh, he's joking. He says, seriously though, who is the odd man out at the running back rotation? That's a good question. News at camp says Eric Gray is legit, and I'm talking electric, dynamic playmaker, and that's something that at OU, especially at running back." Hasn't necessarily had, and I know I can I can say that, and people will say, well, what about Ramondre Stevenson, right? Ramondre Stevenson's a great back. He's a great kind of power back who has some great feet in good hands, but he's not a guy that is going to necessarily juke somebody out of their shoes and then take it 60. He's not a guy that's a burner that can just, just light up the sideline. He's he's quick. He's got great feet. He's got a great, great feel for the game, great vision, 
Um, and it's, he's physical as hell. Ramondre Stevenson is like low-key one of the better running backs Oklahoma's had since 2000. As me and Steven noted in the podcast on Wednesday that if you guys haven't checked out, you should. But yeah, no, Eric Gray, I think is going to be a great running back. He might even, by the end of the season, be RB1. Who knows? Because of the way Lincoln Riley's offense is, it's going to make everything much easier for him. Uh, with that said, Kennedy Brooks is going to get a lot of playing time. I think a lot of us would acknowledge. I mean, he's very used to Bill Beanabo's running and blocking scheme. So Kennedy Brooks knows what's knows what to look for in the details. He's actually helping Eric Gray catch up to speed, so that way they can be almost like some sort of dynamic duo. It's kind of a, a lesser, uh, <laughs> kind of a lesser, not really a Samaj P. Ryan, Joe Mixon situation, um, but... A definitely a, a, a total change of pace sort of situation. But yeah, Kennedy Brooks is going to be really good too. I, I He knows how to run in this offense. He's shown it. He's really, really good off counters. If you go back to the season he last played, number one in the nation, I believe number one in the nation, yards per carry off the edge, which would be off of counters. And then, because uh, they ran a ton of counters with him. In, and then he was like number four in the nation, I believe, in yards after contact. So Kennedy Brooks, people forget how, of course, he's not dynamic. He's not a guy that's going to make explosive plays. He's not going to be a guy that wows you. But he's going to be a guy that's consistently good and consistently does the right thing. And also, the guy never really fumbles. Of course, I say this. He's going to fumble like three times out of the gate. But he's, you know, he's efficient. He, <laughs> when he's about to get tackled, he kind of wraps his arms around the ball kind of like Madden when you when you move the bumper sticker up. Um, but yeah, no, I think the odd man out, is maybe a Seth McGowan? He's been a little dinged up, so he hasn't been able to, he hasn't been able to go and practice. But that's kind of what is affording you. You're being afforded that because of Eric Gray. Uh, I think you look at Marcus Major, especially with uh, Mikey Henderson kind of transitioning from H back fullback to running back. But I don't think Mikey Henderson is going to be a full running back. I think. Lincoln Riley is going to use him in a variety of ways in the backfield and in the slot that are just going to be stupid, and it's going to be such a matchup nightmare for other teams. So let me go, let me go, Marcus Major, just because. Yeah, he had a great couple of runs in 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 the bowl game against against Florida, but I think he's going to be out the man out. I think Seth McGowan's going to get the least amount of carries. That's a legitimate running back, but. I mean, that's normal. Kennedy Brooks is a senior. Eric Gray is a very talented transfer, so it would only make sense that he would be the odd man out of Marcus Major would be. So that's a great question. Uh, Greg, this next one is uh, says, would will OU basketball ever bring me happiness again? I think it will. I think Porter Moser is the starter of something really good. I think the first year, I was thinking this last night, the first year under Porter Moser, maybe even the second year, despite all the recruits they're getting in, might be a little rough on our border moser. They're going to play a defensive brand of basketball, okay? And they're going to win games they shouldn't win, and they're going to lose games they probably shouldn't lose. Uh, that basically means they shouldn't lose. I mean, OU's right now, as of right now, especially with Devion Harmon talking to other teams, OU is probably going to be in the bottom, like, three or four teams in the Big 12. Rightfully so, especially with all the guys leaving. I mean, they might be in the bottom, too. And that's fine. And I think OU will show improvement throughout the year. I think, and like I said, they're going to win games. They shouldn't because of just the philosophy Porter Moser plays with. Just very heavily, 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 heavily defensive basketball. 
And I think over the years, they'll get more length, they'll get more athletes, and then they'll uh, be a lot better. I think that first year is going to be a growing pain, even the second year. So it'll make you happy. It needs to start with the implosion of the LNC and a new basketball arena. But we'll see. that Within due time, my friend. And this last one says, Would you trust Lincoln Riley to be the chef at a family cookout? Hell no. Did y'all see, did y'all see what he posted on the internet? That stuff is drier than the Sahara Desert. Oh, you can't eat that. Of course, Benny Wiley's going to be, you know, Lincoln Riley tagged Benny Wiley telling him, that, you know, Benny, Benny Wiley's employed by Lincoln Riley. That's, he has to say that. We all know he's lying. That meat was dry. No seasoning, it looked like. So, no, I would not trust Lincoln Riley to be a chef in my family cookout. But, you know, I might invite him to hang out and have a couple beers. He's from West Texas. I bet he could, uh, I bet he could chew back a few and more, and, and more so. Uh, but, anyways, that's it for the podcast, guys. Again, we're trying to keep these things relatively short, posting three podcasts a week. One in the beginning of the week, one in the middle, a little bit longer with more information, usually with me and Steven, and sometimes Jack, if he, ever, if he decides to ever podcast again, you know, apparently planning for a wedding and having another, having a new job is difficult. Sheesh. Uh, and then having a third uh, podcast at the end of the week that's available for you guys Thursday evenings and Friday through the weekend, just to tell you guys over and also to give you guys more information. So I think it's I think it's a great, great thing to expand our digital kind of footprint. But anyways... Thanks for all of your participation and for all of your engagement with the pod and everything else. I uh, can't thank you guys enough. You guys can follow us at crimsonandcreammachine.com. You can follow us on Twitter at CC Machine. You can follow Jack when he shows back up next week. He said he said if he does not show up next week, we can, I think, peg him with fruit or something. We should make up something else. I don't know. Uh, you can follow him at J. Larry Shields. You can follow me, Kamiam Robbie, at K. Robbie CCM. You can follow Alan Kenny at Blatant Homerism. He's super smart. He got a degree from Northwestern, so he's just like the smartest guy in the pod. And you can follow Steven, who is amazing, one of my loyal compadres, the one of the best dudes I've ever met, at Updated SB. If you guys like what you heard, give us a sub- subscribe and maybe a five-star rating. We appreciate that too. But until next time, we'll check you guys later.